we have another episode of Loki. It's Loki season two. Um, it's kind of a perfunctory episode two. Yeah, episode two, season two, episode two. It's kind of a perfunctory episode. I kind of feel like it's just kind of moving a few yep. plot points here and there. So it's not it's really kind of, what I, kind of what I felt too. It's not really doing anything major, but it's a, it's a couple of different things out of the episode that I think we, that's, worth, that's worth talking about. I was thinking, like, you know how I always say that each episode needs to give me something. I was kind of like, did this episode give me anything? But then, yeah, I guess I guess it does. I guess it satisfies its own little arc. Well, I mean, okay, so if you think about it, as, a, as if you think about it, as a few things here that um, needs to be addressed. So I can do a, let me do a really quick recap. Um, okay, L- Loki, Morpheus. And the gang, Morpheus and the gang, want to know um, where Sylvie is. And one of the TVA like hunters um, that they, that kind of named himself Brad was sent to find her. But then he went off the grid into the sacred timeline and decided to become a guy named Brad Wolf. And now Brad Wolf and the character that he played called Zaniac are both from the comics, and it's worth noting. That it is a comic book story. I was going to ask you about Zaniac. Yeah. So in the comics, um, Brad Wolf played the character Zaniac, but then he got exposed to some radiation that made him Zaniac. And then something happened. And then Zaniacs came out of his body as like little creatures. Whoa. And like yeah. they spread to other people and Thor and a guy from the TVA called Justice Peace. Had to go back in time to stop it from happening. Now, this is a comic book story from 1986. And for people who didn't read comics in 1986, <clears> the <throat> 1980s were a very, very weird time for comic books. In fact, from 1985 to 19, I'd say 2000, comic books weren't that great. And the comic book stories <laughs> weren't great. Uh, there was a lot, the image was taken over, so there was a lot, a lot of comic right. book artists were leaving Marvel and DC and do their own thing. There was a yeah. talent drought, and just storytelling in particular was bad. So <clears> them <throat> using Brad yeah. Wolf and Zaniac here is fine. You're not going to see anything deeper here, so don't try to look too deeper. He's not going to turn into Zaniac later no, in the uh, series, you don't think? no. But I do appreciate <laughs> that they went into a Thor comic to find this. And I'm hoping yeah, sure. in the future right. they do more of this. Because there is a, a Thor and a TVA do have a history. So I would like to see a lot more of this. <clears throat> anyway, uh, there's a chase scene between Loki and Brad. Uh, Loki uses, I thought that was really good. Yeah, and Loki uses some of his magic powers, which <clears throat> we haven't seen much. And it kind of highlighted right. how powerful Loki is. He's actually got a lot of magic powers, which I thought was interesting. After watching that, I was thinking maybe Tom Hiddleston could be the next Bond. He looks the part. Um, yeah, he looks pretty good running around on his socks. Yeah, he looks yeah. the part. He looks the part. Um, and then they get Brad back to the TVA. There's some little light torture, which takes a very long time. I feel like the should we torture Brad <clears throat> or not thing took a while to get to. They finally kind of do mess with him a little bit. He, I don't like that in TV shows. Yeah, it's just too, it's a classic kind of thing. It's a it's a it's a cliche. Yeah, hundred percent. And we know in real life that torture doesn't work. It doesn't give you good information. It gives you bad information. Yeah, it's terrible, and it's morally yeah. wrong as well. We should. Yeah, it's, yeah so it's morally wrong, wrong, and then you got all these TV shows acting like it really works, which just reinforces but, um, the immorality of it. From a storytelling perspective, it causes an immense amount of tension and stress, which is. Um, what you want in the storytelling, but it's a different, it's the artificial way to do it. 
cheaper, cheap it's cheap, it's cheap. So anyway, yeah. they find out where Sylvie is, and Sylvie's been hanging out in 1986, I think, in some place in the middle. 83? I think was when she first got there. Does it matter? Yeah. Uh, he, she's in the middle of nowhere. So where's Well, it? hey, it was a year after, you know, it was the year that they solved the uh, chicken nuggets problem. Was there a chicken nugget from? Yeah, like when they first started out, the distribution just wasn't there. They weren't killing enough chickens. Mm. In 1983, now, they started killing enough chickens. Yeah. Well, they started making fake chicken meat. So. Okay. Yeah. So they, been, they 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 started sawing down enough trees to add filler to the chicken. That's nuggets. about right. Um, yeah. Sylvie's been living in um, like somewhere in the Midwest, and she's working at McDonald's. Um, apparently the, the town that she's living in, I think it's like Broxton or something in the comic books was where new Asgard was. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a good detail. Mike, you got put that in the show notes. I didn't catch that. Nice job. Pick that. I, I picked that up off of Mastodon. Oh, well, there you go. Good job. Um, yeah. and new Asgard was something that's, that's a kind of, it's kind of a new thing. It's kind of came out in, the, in, the, in 2006 or seven. Um, long okay. story with that. And then um, Sylvie and Loki have a weird thing. And the thing is, Sylvie's mad at Loki because Loki tried to stop her from killing He Who Remains. And it's kind of... Um, I think Mo- Morpheus kind of talks about this. Mobius. Is it Mobius or Morpheus? It's Mobius. Mobius. Like Mobius Strip. Yeah. And like um, Loki and Sylvie are the same... Aren't the same person, but they're the same, like, <clears throat> temporal person. They're like... Uh... Twins from another timeline. No, they're actually this. We've had a long conversation about this. I don't want to do it again. Um, they're the same person, but different timelines. That's that's how we should look at it. Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, this is the <laughs> stupid part of Marvel storytelling. <laughs> so, Mike, let me try to explain this to you because I think I have a thousand times. Um, you have two timelines, okay? Two yeah. timelines. I mean, like, I'll agree with you time- if. No, you didn't. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Line, go in one timeline, in one time, in one timeline, the um, the ice giants that created Loki, the ice giants' parents, one had an XX, and in the other timeline, one had an XY chromosome, and one had a female ice giant, and one had a male ice giant. But they're both Loki because both of them were found by Odin and turned into an Asgardian. But in that case, they're not the same person. <laughs> Because okay, it's a right. different genetic combination, it's different mutations, so it's technically a different person. Yeah, but they're, but they're same. But they're the same. But but the universe identifies them as Loki. They're a child of the same parents. Yeah, so that's Loki, and then one universe. They just had that name Loki picked out, and they didn't want to change it. So yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but them being the same person okay. would be if they both came from the sacred timeline, which is what we were told. But that's a lie, man. They did not both come from the no, second no, timeline. Not, not, if they both came no, from the second both, timeline, they would both look like Tom Hiddleston. No, no, they're both from a. They're both from um. What's it called? Uh, not, they don't call it variant timelines. Mm. What do they call it now? I don't know. Branch. They're both branch. from branches. They're yes, both so they're from, from different branches, which means they can be different people. They're not actually the same yeah. person. They are, but it's okay. no. They're, they're the child of the same parents, but they're not the same person. Okay, so which was the real Loki? Let's see how this works. I mean, they're both the real Loki. There you in their go. Own timeline, yes, in their own timeline. They're, but they're yes, not the same person. Timeline. 
No, in their own the timeline, the they, they are. Yeah, but they. But can so it is a little creepy that, that they're like time, you know romantically. Can, it, can you establish that in their own timeline they are Loki? Yeah, yeah, but they're more like brother and sister in the sense. When they come into when they come into when they come into a single timeline, they're more like brother and sister than anything else. They've kissed before. They have. I said that's weird, but they are more. There, it's not them doing that with themselves. It's like help me. It's like their brother and sister. I'm in a time loop. This is what we talked about last time. No, this is a different because now we know that the sacred timeline was a lie. I'm in a time loop. I've been trapped in this time loop since the pandemic started. <laughs> okay. Their relationship is creepy. It's a little it's a little <laughs> incestuous, but it's not the same person. Well, you know what, Mike? This is a great way to talk about this. It, from, from, well, I, teach, I teach my students this. It's all about making the viewers or the, or the readers uncomfortable, right? And, like, it being a little creepy, it being a little weird makes it yeah. fun. And, like, no matter how, like, that weird incestuous thing that they got yeah. going on, Makes the story but like how similar were their parents' gene pools? So, like, is it incestuous, or are the gene pools so far apart because they're from different timelines that it's okay? They're, they're, their parents are ice giants, Mike. <clears throat> they're ice. Is it giants. more like their? Is it more like their kissing giants? cousins? We don't know. Because you got to wonder how much gene pool drift there's been across those timelines. We need to actually go to the library and study the genetic genomes of ice. Giants. They would have to go. Exactly. They would have to go get. Um, like blood samples and a, a gene analysis to see if they are close enough or far far enough away from each other to be romantically entwined. But there's also from the different branches, there is a alligator Loki. There is a black. Yeah, Loki. how the alligator Loki happens? How the black Loki happen? I mean, that's With that's black pretty Australians? easy. Why? Why does that make more sense to you than than a woman Loki? I'm, I'm totally fine with the woman Loki. I'm just saying they're not the same person. Okay, well, we've established that I'm correct. Let's move on. Um, and <laughs> so, all right, if you're uh, correct, how's there a black Loki? I don't know. Luck, and a crocodile Loki. A blessings from the Lord? I don't all know. Right. Um, the, the sacred timeline is full of all black people. This is it. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. It's the sacred That's timeline. the sacred one. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, it's the super sacred one. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Brad reveals that there's a pruning taking place by Docs and some rogue yeah, yeah, um, so hunters. And what and, they said they were doing in the first episode, they were not doing what uh, who was it? Hunter B fifteen and me were thinking was is actually what was happening. They're pruning everything. So they they go out. They start, and they, they had enough manpower to do it because they were keeping it under control all that time. It, it yeah, never accelerated. It just, you know, they 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 paused for a little while, and so there's a little bit of backlog. But the, the show actually said that they pruned thirty percent of the rogue prunings, and I want readers to kind of think about this. This is hard to understand, but when Loki, series I mean, I, I said man power. I always mean to say person power. That's okay. Person power. That's fine. Um, when Loki season one ended, when Sylvie killed he who remains, we saw those branches create. Then the next movie that came out was Spider-Man No Way Home. And that's kind of the result. Marvel did a pretty good job trying to say that once Sylvie killed He Who Remains and once the branches formed, we were allowed to explore multiverse. And then yeah, we got No Way Home. But then that like showed, it wasn't really connected. It showed more of the multiverse. But think about it this way. Because Doctor uh, Strange guys, did it in that movie. Yeah, no, no, no. Doctor Strange didn't create the multiverse, he revealed it. I guess he re- it was revealed. 
But wouldn't it have been and, cool um, if, like, just, uh, I don't know, there was, like, some kind of thunder or something, and they're like, oh, something's different. Maybe, you know, I, don't no, know. I mean, I guess I it would have been. But, but the thing is. It would have been a little bit more connected. It, it feels very standalone, the way they've dealt with all of these multiverse movies and different titles. It, they haven't done it. They haven't done it in a way that's that's good. But And, and one thing they could have done is because they say that 30% of the multiverse was pruned. Right. Some of the multiverse universes for um, the MCU could have been yeah, fingers like, crossed lost. that uh, the Secret Invasion multiverse was pruned. Well, that's in the Secret Timeline. Hey, we don't know that. Okay, well, yeah. We don't know. I mean, it's not <laughs> very cool. sacred that's, if that's on it. <laughs> I think that's going to come up doing the... That's going to come up doing the news you can't abuse a okay. little bit. Um, but anyway... Um, um, yeah, it was a lot of pruning. A lot of lives were lost. Um, and then Sylvie leaves. Uh, and that's kind of the end of the episode. So we get, it's like, it, it's very interesting. Oh, there's one thing we forgot. The door to the temporal loom is closed and can't be opened because the temporal or the person who created it has yeah, to so open it. Yeah, so that's the next and mission. That is, he, that is he who remains. Right. Or Kang. So... They will have to find it. So I think next next door. episode they have to find um, a version of He Who Remains, and that's when they go back in time to see Victor Timely. Mm-hmm. So we either see Victor Victor Timely in the next episode, or they start that search in the next episode at the very least. It's interesting because I thought the drama about where Sylvie was in the prunings would last a couple more episodes, but they kind of got rid of it pretty quick, which is good and bad. Because it's good because they they wrapped it up, but it's bad because well we now what we do. Well, um, Sylvia isn't Mike totally back, right? No, she's 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 back. She's not totally back, but they know where she right. is, so they can go get right. her if they want. Um, and like I don't, Sylvie was very selfish when she when she killed he who's he remains. The only reason she killed him was because the time the hunters were chasing her. Uh, and now that the hunters stopped chasing her, she's like, well, I'm just going to eat McDonald's food and sit in the Midwest on top of my, on my no, truck. No, she thought that, and like, um, she thought she was setting free will, um, aloft. Yeah, but she didn't do it for that purpose. She did it for her own means. It was revenge plus that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright. So, Mike, what did you think of the episode? It was a little bit of a down episode. It didn't feel as good as the first one, but it was still pretty good. I definitely like the first half better than the second half for some reason. I don't know. What about you? For me, I think I like the episode for... I like Sylvie being back. I think she's a great actress. I think it's fun to always see her. What's the actress's name again? Uh, IMDb. I had that open. Uh, Sophia De Martina. She's great. Martino. She's she's fantastic. I think her and Tom Hilson have great chemistry. I think everybody in the set has great chemistry. I think the entire Loki set has great chemistry. I think everybody likes doing what they're doing. Um, and I'm curious to see what they're going to do as far as some of the Loki stuff. Like, I like the fact that Lokis have this magical ability um, that they use. Like, I like to see entrances people and stuff like that. And I'm curious to see yeah, how yeah, far that was cool to see that, yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to keep all that stuff in it's your head. It's much easier to get information out of people than torturing them. Yeah, and like, too, it's like, we have to remember that Loki is an a- space alien from a different world. You know, and it's like, we always kind of forget like who he is. But again, it's, it's I think the show could do well to help us remember exactly who he is and how he works. 
to how Sylvie works, too. I think we can help with that. But it's a very perfunctory episode. There is one thing I want to talk about, though, and this bothers me to no end. Last episode, I talked about how the MCU was abandoning their multiverse paradigm for time travel, but the prunings happened. Right. So <clears throat> they actually did prune the multiverses. But I, so I don't right. I don't understand how from a storytelling perspective, how can Loki travel through time if there's multiverses? This just doesn't make I guess he's it's, tra- two, it's two different things, dude. It is two different things. And I guess yeah. they're trying to establish that time travel can occur. He's, uh, he, <coughs> he's time traveling within that, a single multiverse. I yes, think. he's time traveling within yeah. that certain timeline. The sacred timeline. Well, no, because the TVA is outside of that. They've established No, they aren't. Okay. Not. All right. Well, I, They've established that, but they were wrong, right? I don't know. They also said time travel within the TVA wasn't possible, and they were wrong. This is what bothers me. I've, I've, I'm having a really not fun time with some of the plot elements. You gotta get this right. Just decide the rules and let the characters play in the There's new rules, dude. There's new rules. Well, yeah, but if the new, if there are new rules, establish that there are new rules. Establish a new rules. You can't just change they have, rules. They did. Like- they told you time travel within the TV isn't possible at the same time that they were seeing it. But the, the, oh, the so they're showing you. They're showing you that what we thought was true isn't actually true. But the, the writers in the MCU... So the TVA isn't outside of time. It's actually on one of the timelines. Yeah, but they're changing the rules to benefit their own storytelling devices. They're not doing it for Good, them. because the old rules were stupid. That's fine. Lame. But they're not doing a good job explaining their rules. They're just not. It's sloppy, and it's going to cause problems. It's going to cause a lot of problems later. It really will. It's going to cause a lot of problems because all these different rules are bouncing against each other, and then we have to figure out a way to answer all this stuff, and it's going to get sloppy. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't want another scene of um, the uh, Sorcerer Supreme and um, some bald lady on top of a rooftop explaining how multiverses work. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. No, I don't think so. I think they're going to. I think they're going to tell us the rules through storytelling rather than through exposition. I just don't. When you have a story like this that's so plot dependent, you got to get it right because people are trying to and the, the viewers are watching this trying to get the rules right. And they're like, OK, I got the rules. Thank you. But then you change the rules. It, it's discombobulating. It's just confusing. And I don't think it's fair. for you. It's breaking your head. I don't see it. I don't see how you can't handle that. The rules are changing. No, 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 no. Don't, don't get twisted. I could watch the show and not care, no problem. <laughs> but as a person whose entire career is based around crafting of stories, it's annoying. It's something, if I, if, it's something my <clears throat> students would do. It's, a, it's a, um, the writers are new. The what? The writers are new. It's a new set of writers. It's not the same writers from the last season. Really? Yeah. That explains a lot. That explains a whole bunch um, let's do a, a few minutes talking about some theory crafting. Mike, you said you had a theory craft that you thought was interesting. Uh, I ran into this right before we started recording, uh, and it seemed strange to me. And um, they were talking about Jack, and at first I'm like, "Who the heck is Jack?" I don't know any Jack in the Loki series, so I looked up the top cast. Jack is the actor's name for the kid playing the McDonald's manager. Mm. So, has he seemed important to you at all? No. No, he hasn't seemed important to me at all either. He's just, he's a character in the show. Um, 
But apparently people are doing all this theory crafting of who who is Jack? Who's Jack really? Uh, some people think Jack is a young Mobius, mm. which makes no sense whatsoever to me, I don't think. Uh, maybe this, maybe there's a slight similarity of looks there. Um, and then other people are thinking, oh no, Jack moves in a very, um, dancerly way and, uh, is very mysterious. So it's actually he who remains. Uh, I don't think it's either one of those. I think he's just a McDonald's manager on a timeline that was, a that was about to get decimated. Um. Um, had uh, Loki and Sylvie not left it to uh, just in time to save it. Can I ask a question? I, and I say decimated. That's not right. That's reducing 10%. Destroyed. It was about to get destroyed. Can I, can I ask Yeah, what's your question? What's your question? What's the benefit of theory crafted? What's the benefit? I don't know, especially with this one. It's just so out there. But why do it? I guess it's something to do. People are bored. I also think that people do but it. like this is reaching deep this is reaching deep i think people do it because it's sort of like trying to figure out what the writers have done it's like okay the writers have written this we know there's some secrets here let's try to find yeah. out the secrets that the writers have put in the show uh and yeah. you're trying to figure it out because you know it's going to come up later i respect that but instead of saying Instead of saying the dude from McDonald's is Morbius, what you could say is, I think the writers are going to make it so this dude is Morbius. It just, I don't like the idea that this. What's the difference? Because here's the difference this is not real. And so whenever you approach it as (laughs) if it's a real thing, it makes you think, okay, this is a real thing. It's happening as I speak. This is an existence. And I just need to figure out how this thing exists. But it's not. People wrote it. And so when you say people wrote it, human beings wrote this. And so all you have to do is figure out what human beings did when they wrote it. It it gives you more of a sense of control. Stories are written by people, right? And so you have to understand that it's all artifice. Now, I know it makes some people upset to think about a story as artifice because it ruins the illusion of reality. And that's fine. Um, But at a certain point, some of this theorycrafting stuff is completely absurd. Like, he's not... That little kid is not he who remains. There's nothing that's... Although that would be a great way to recast the character. Yeah, it could. <laughs> they, they would totally do it. But why? It's just like... It's a, it's a, here's my general rule about theory crafting. Here's my, here's my rule about theory crafting. If the show gives you a hint, you can run with it. If the show does right. not give you a hint, you can't. Yeah. There is no hint yeah. to that kid. There's, the kid didn't say anything. The kid didn't do anything to make us think anything about him. So don't theorycraft that. Bounce it off. Leave it right. alone. Now, could you theorycraft Brad? Yes. Brad Wolf has connections to the comics. He has a whole story already written in the comics. You can theorycraft Brad Wolf all day long. And it's probably better than theorycrafting the kid who has nothing to do with anything. So... If, I could see how maybe the kid is like a young movie. It's just based on what, based off of looks what? and mannerisms looks a little bit. Man- like they're both goofy. They're both, he's both white, and they both have blonde hair. That's right. They're white. They've got blonde hair, and they're goofy. Yeah, but there's no hints. The show didn't get. But he doesn't. Um, like whole, the kid doesn't say anything about jet skis. He didn't say anything about jet skis, and there's a whole like it's like 
it's like it's like seeing it. if the kid was Asian, would people think he's OB? You know, like like what the what? Yeah, yeah, they would. That's, that's not that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> like it's not that's not right. Like it's just it's just odd to me. And like I understand people. There are red threads that you could go down the rabbit well, hole. He's nameless too. That's another mystery they've got to figure out. What's his name? Like just. Why can't we just watch the show? I mean, his name isn't going to be Mobius. Mobius, <laughs> Mobius is the name why given to. Why can't we just watch the show? Why can't we just him watch by the show? he who remains? But why can't we just watch the show? You know, just watch the show. Just, I mean, I am. Just enjoy it. And theorycraft is getting yeah. absurd. It's getting absurd. This is getting kind of silly. Like there, there's. Well, we're more... going to look really stupid if this kid turns out. There's to be more somebody. content being discussed <laughs> and written. Theory crafted yeah. about shows right. than the actual right. shows have. Like what? Oh, yeah, what are we sure. doing? There, there are YouTube videos where YouTubers are making actual money talking about stuff. No, that yeah, doesn't yeah, exist. There are YouTube videos on here about this kid. They talk yeah. about a bubble. You know what I'm saying? That's where. That's where they. So the person on Mastodon that was talking about it said they saw it on on youtube like it's and that that youtube stuff is is definitely just the complete worst fake in, in economy i've ever seen in my life you telling me that you can get a camera and just talk about something that makes no sense and then people pay you for it or <laughs> you can get youtube to pay just because you get ads it's so silly that bubble's gonna burst real let silly. me ask you a question if you were looking for something to talk about on youtube about this past episode mm-hmm would you have latched on to the McDonald's manager? No, I will talk about the interest in the comedy between Loki and Sylvie. That's worth the discussion. We just did a discussion about it. And that's not something fake. Yeah. We didn't try to dig into the troves of mystery to find that. It's right there, you know? And I am proud yeah. that our podcast does not spend an enormous amount of time on theorycrafting. And I'm proud that I always say something bad about it. Okay. You know, I, go I just hope they aren't right this time. If they are right, they're right. But I, it's like whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah, I think they're reaching deep, but I, I I really hope they aren't right. Like go if you're hey, I got an idea. If you love theorycrafting, there's a book called The Iliad and the Odyssey. It's really long and it's full of uh -huh. crazy characters. Read that. Just read that, and then you have By like if you love theorycrafting. Do that. That's what you would, you would enjoy. I'll just theorycraft off of the Iliad and yeah, the Odyssey. Yeah, right. I would love for someone to create a YouTube about theorycraft enough to Iliad and the Odyssey. That would actually be entertaining to me. Like, I think the McDonald's kid is actually Jesus. Like, what? Okay, okay, all right. This is silly. Silly. Anyway, I think I'm done with that. Okay. I think I'm done. Uh, we should probably grade this episode. Yeah, I will. I'll give it a B plus. I'll give it a B. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Um, Is it time for news we can abuse yet? Yeah, you ready? I'm ready. That's a big news you can abuse. Pretty big. Whoa. <sighs> so apparently, uh, the MCU is going to be reset. It's going to have a reboot. I think we all oh. we all kind of knew this. This is from yeah. This is from uh, Screen Rant. Avengers <sighs> Six. I mean, we were expecting this at the end of this uh, whatever saga we're in. Yeah. So Whether this, it's the multiverse saga or the secret war saga. So this is Screen Rant. Avengers 6 were reboot, was soft to reboot the MCU and bring back retired characters. Kevin Foggy quote backs rumors. Uh, and so it says here, uh, I, the quote itself, I'm not sure exactly what the quote from Kevin Foggy is, but there's a quote here. We have a quote from Kevin Foggy sort of implying that like secret wars will serve as a soft reboot in which they can prune everything. Prune? Hmm. 
That's not that's not to use a lookism. Uh, they'll prune everything that's not working and just keep what is working, or bring back people you thought were gone forever. Um, this isn't surprising. It is, in my view, a bit concerning. But anyway, um, what, what's concerning about it? If you don't, if you know that everything's going to be reboot, if you know that everything's like temporary or everything can be just cut out or things can just change, uh, then there's no gravity. And and plus, why should I care about what I'm watching now if I know it's going to be a reboot? You know what I'm saying? So I like the idea of a soft reboot, which like. Not everything's going to be cut, just certain things. I like the idea of maybe bringing back. They will probably bring. Back. Right, well, we want a new. We want a new Iron Man. We want a new Steve Rogers. How do we get this? Uh, they could come. They, so we could get a Steve Rogers and Iron Man from a different universe that could come to our universe, interact with us, and then they could just stay. That's not a weird thing. That could happen very easily. Um, or there could be a com- there could be a time where t- two universes are combined. Like we have to save these universes because, like Loki's already established that there are people on these sacred on these different on these different branches, right? And so you should expect yeah. that somebody from these different branches are going to come back come to the sacred timeline. You could expect that. So they're already setting it up in Loki. Uh, and so I'm, I mean, okay, well maybe that's what they're really gonna do. Maybe. We don't know. I don't want to theorycraft that. <laughs> but we'll see what they do. There's another quote from Foggy, which I think is... Because you do want to keep you want to keep uh, current fan favorites. Like, you don't want to eject um, Amon Vellani. I'm not saying her name right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Marvel. You don't want to eject her. Uh, but at the same time, you want a new Iron Man. Yeah, but it's not going to be Robert. It's not going to be Robert Downey Jr. It's not, and it's not going. You know, Chris Evans. No, of course not. I mean, that's yeah. He's too. He's he's he's, he's so, dead. But but when people say I want a new Iron Man, I want a new Captain America, I think a lot of fans are actually saying I want Robert Downey Jr. I want Chris Evans back. And when and and think about the mess that's going to happen when they cast a new Robert. You Downey. can't have them back. But but yeah, I know. And like, imagine the mess that's going to happen. Although although uh, Chris Evans coming back as an old. Uh, I mean, he's not old enough yet. We need to give him some more time. But him coming back as like an old Steve Rogers, Captain America, would be kind of badass. I mean, any, they can do whatever they want, but fans are not going to like whoever they re- whoever. But Robert Downey Jr. isn't coming back as Iron Man. No, but they're not. Fans aren't going to like any of anybody they cast as those characters. <laughs> like, so fans are going to say he doesn't look like Chris Evans. I don't like him. Well, <clears throat> you know. People are always being born. That's true. That's Fans true. didn't like the prequel series for Star Wars. That's true. But the kids growing up with it did. Yeah. So the kids growing up with the new Steve Rogers are going to love him. And like Marvel, Marvel Comics does a really, like DC Comics, they reset their entire universe. Um, so everything completely changes. Marvel doesn't reset their universes. Marvel will incorporate different characters from different universes into the mar- the main universe but they they have they've never I done think a that hard works better cuz like you don't want to give up no uh, uh, miss marvel and you don't want to give which a hard reset would have you yeah. force you to do and you don't want to take away the gravitas of the stories that people are invested in you don't want to do that and, right. and i think marvel I mean can- but like this this like intertwining of multiverses kind of gives you the ability to do that where Stories that are still going strong get to stay around. Stories that time is already over 
or where the actor's totally done with it, um, get to go away and get to be replaced. Well, Kevin Feige says in this next thing for New Year Abuse, he says here, the great thing about Marvel truly is how many wonderful, interesting characters we have in the comics. They've been at this for 85 years. Even after 32 movies, it feels like we barely scratched the surface. And so he understands. I mean, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. And he understands that Marvel has a rich, long history. So they're not going to reset the entire MCU. They are right. probably going to bring a new Captain America in so they can have a, a Steve Rogers Captain America. And they will bring in a Tony Stark so they can have an Just Iron imagine Man. this. Okay. You know Liam Neeson, right? I do know Liam Neeson. Yeah, he was in a bunch of movies, and then he's like, I'm retiring from movies. I'm not, I'm not doing movies anymore. And then he got to a point where, I don't know, someone said, hey, you want to do uh, Taken? It's like, sure. And so you've got this older Liam Neeson doing all these Taken movies. I think that's a beautiful blueprint for Chris Evans coming back as a older Steve Rogers. Um, Mike? I would love to see that. Mike? Um, yeah. Chris Evans isn't coming back to the MCU, man. So just, just let he could just let it go, man. Just let it go, Mike. I mean, Liam Neeson said he was retired from making Mike, movies. Mike, and came back and did I understand taking. that you love Chris Evans. Chris Evans could at some point. I'm not saying Chris Evans in the next ten years. I'm saying Chris <laughs> Evans 15, 20 years from now. Mike, I understand back, you love Chris Evans, and he does. Uh, he goes. He does old grizzled Steve Rogers Captain America. That would be awesome. I understand you love Chris Evans as Captain America. I too love Chris Evans as Captain America. He he was he. I'm not saying he was great. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But he's gone. I'm saying it would be awesome if it did happen. Mike is gone. He's gone, Mike. So just <laughs> I, I don't like being the one to have to tell you this, but you just gonna have to let it go. Man. You never know. <laughs> I can see Mike. I can see you sitting on your porch drinking a beer. Yeah, when we're when we're retired and uh, Chris Evans comes back as Captain America. Uh, I'll I'll say I told you so, but yeah, we're retired. I, I'm I just saying it would be going. awesome. It would be awesome. When I'm retired, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm still doing this yeah, podcast in 20 yeah, years, you will. if I'm still doing this podcast in 20 years, somebody take me and push me off a cliff. Okay, <laughs> you will be. <laughs> no, can't stop. No, my stop. wife and I were going to get some property in Wyoming, and we're going to retire out there. I'm going to read a bunch of books and write a bunch of books, and my wife's going to do whatever she wants to do, <sighs> and that's it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I won't even we'll have see. a computer. I will. I'll throw my computer outside. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is this this episode of Super Side Show. All you need is a telephone, dude. This this Super Side Show episode uh, is going to sound a little Frankenstein Frankensteinian because Mike's going to have to edit this like like crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be This has probably ridiculous. been the worst recording we've so ever done. So many technical so, difficulties during the recording of this. This has been the worst recording we've ever done. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, <clears throat> I'm excited about next next episode of Loki. I'm, I'm super stoked for it still. I'm curious to see what they're going to do at the next episode. I'm, I, and, and everything's open. Everything's wide open. So we're doing pretty good. So let's keep it going. Yeah, so that's it. So Mike, how can... It's good to be back. Yes. It's good it's, to be back. It's good. To be, and like, again, you know, it's, it's October 15th. By the time we wrap up Loki, we're going to be starting on uh, the Marvel. So we're doing it's going to be great. That's right. Uh, Mike, uh, how can people share this podcast with their friends and their families or even people who aren't their friends, people they hate? Yeah, hit that share button. Share it with your friends and family, your uh, your dog, and put it on social media. You can do the same thing. Hit the share button. All your social apps will show up. Hit that. Talk about it on Mastodon. Threads. 
uh, Instagram, whatever. Do all that. We would really appreciate it. Did you say your dog? Yeah. Do dogs listen to podcasts? Is that a thing? Dog podcasts? I'm, I'm sure there's dogs that listen to podcasts. Are there, do- are there dog-specific podcasts? Uh, we're about the corner of that market. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is specifically designed for your canines, ladies and gentlemen. Right. I wonder what that would be like. I guess like animal noises? Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe like uh, footsteps and door knocks. <laughs> Doorbell rings. Yeah. I saw this interesting video of this good boy. There's lots of good boys and good girls or good dogs. There was this video of this dog who uh, was born without hind legs and they created one of those like uh, wheelchairs for dogs. Yeah. How does it, like, does it, does his forelegs hurt after a while because it has to stand up that long? Or do they, at some point, does he just like. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. Uh I had a dog that had to have one of its legs. Um, amputated, and um, you know, once all the once all the badness of that's over, she didn't care. Oh, what a good dog! She just loved being a dog. Man, I love dogs. I don't have one, but I love them. You have a dog? No. Did she get a dog? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next episode, Loki season uh, two. More episode. Loki. Loki episode three.